Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, my friends, so let's talk about customized plans. I think most of us understand at least that a customized retirement plan is probably better than a one-size-fits-all approach. Uh, cookie cutter, I don't think people like cookie cutter houses. They don't like really much cookie cutter anything, really, except for cookie cutters themselves. So, right. you know, I mean, just, there's not a lot of benefit to it. So let's kind of go through a few things. Uh, people don't realize that, you know, really kind of what goes into it, I suppose. So let's talk about some of the bullet points, and then I'll let you kind of break them down a little bit uh, to kind of help people realize that. And this is also some of the stuff you guys cover in your class as well. So the planned retirement age. So is that the date that we've set for ourselves? Is that what that is? Well, most people, it's been ingrained because when you see things on you know the website, you're in, interfaced with your 401k plan or other retirement plan. And most periodicals always say an age of 65 right. is your retirement date, right? And that date was chosen you know, long, long time ago when the average life expectancy was like 50. So they chose it because not many people got there. And then we adopted that as kind of the national uh, retirement kind of date. Now, is the, yeah, it is a date when you can uh, make the transition to Medicare. Now, Social Security, you can claim as early as 62, and you can uh, wait as, well, you never have to claim it. <laughs> the people, the men in black don't show up and knock on your door and say, hey, you know, you should come and claim your Social Security. But 70 is the latest that you get any kind of economic benefit for waiting. So if you want to claim it at 75, you can, but it doesn't make any economic sense to. So the retirement date that you want is the one that you want. It should be customized. Hey, when do you want to retire? And your definition of retirement may be different than someone else's. It just may be, hey, I'm tired of this daily grind. I want to slow down some and maybe do something else that I want to do on this day, you know. But 65 is a lot of people choose and planning on these websites and those types of things. But your date should be the date that you want to make this transition because retirement is about what you want, not about what someone else tells you you have to have. And, you know, if you want to leave earlier, great. If you can afford it, great. Could you retire at 60, let's say, and work part time and everything be okay? Well, then find that out. And if you can, you got that choice at 60. And so you have to do it at 60, right. but you can. So I always ask people when we go through this process, when do you want to retire? And they say, when do most people retire? It's like, <laughs> that's not the question. When, when do, do you, you want to retire? Right, yeah. This is for you. So let's build your plan. If it doesn't work at the date that you have in your mind, then you know you got to make some tweaks, right? Either mm-hmm. you got to maybe save more or maybe got to you know work a little bit more in retirement, maybe put it off for a year or so. But choose a date that you really want and then see if your plan works. <laughs> and don't just say tomorrow, because I think we probably all would like to say yeah. that from time to well, time. Well, jokingly, people say that. And actually, I've proved it for a few people that they could do it tomorrow. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, no, I don't want to retire tomorrow. Right. So I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> that's that's nice, though, yeah. That'd be pretty cool, though. You get that, you know, hey, I, I, you're, you're joking. You're like, yeah, I want to retire tomorrow. And you do the numbers mm-hmm. and do everything. And you're like, okay, cool, you can do that. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty neat. All right, so uh, lifestyle and income needs. That's another piece of that customized plan. Because, Eric, your lifestyle 
lifestyle and your income needs are different than mine and so on and so forth. Absolutely. Each person is a little bit different. You know, some I have a client that they're, you know, <laughs> their uh, big spend if they go out to treat themselves is uh, stopping and, and getting the hamburger at uh, Burger King. I'm like, <laughs> you guys can do so much more if you want to. It's like, that's our big, you know, we just don't spend a lot. Right. There's some, some people that are just, you know, very, very, very frugal. Very, They just have been ingrained not to spend a whole lot. And there's some people that do spend quite a bit. The thing is, it doesn't matter what your spending is. It just matters if your income can support that. So if not, then you need to change that, right? It's always individualized. Hey, what does it cost you to maintain a standard living? If your spending is maybe too much to be able to afford to retire, and that's when you know you can be, hey, I make some cuts here, Right. But, you know, you want to plan for what you want to have happen, you know, not just keep the lights on. You want to plan for, hey, I know we're going to take a few vacations. I know when we're traveling, we'll probably spend a little bit of money. I know we have more time, so we may pick up some hobbies, things like that. So let's increase what we may need for, you know, 5, 10, 15 years or something like that. Right. Things might slow down. So really, that's the that's the case. So it shouldn't just be about your – you don't want to really – tweak your lifestyle and you tell people hey in order to retire you got to spend less and yeah who wants to go backwards right yeah nobody wants to go backwards in retirement right you know so see if your plan works if not then you know you need to either hey change what i spend or increase what i'm saving or delay it right and just see what works and then let the plan show you hey this is you can do it or maybe some changes you have to make okay all right so moving right along here with things in a customized plan the risk tolerance very important piece uh same thing kind of deal because what you're exposed to risk-wise may not be where you're comfortable and your number may be different than the next person's number so i guess why cookie cutter is not a good idea well absolutely and there's real general rules of thumb a lot of people talk about the rule of 100 we talk about in our class just because it's kind of a simplified planning rule but it's a conversation point it's not a hard and fast rule that rule of 100 says if you take your age and subtract it from 100 that's maybe the amount of percentage of your money you should have in risk which is in the market and maybe your age with a percentage behind it's maybe the amount you should have in safer places but that really depends it depends if you have let's say you and your spouse are both pension both have social security between those income sources you're exceeding need your expenses by let's say 20 or 30 percent does that give you a green light to be a little bit more aggressive in your investments if you wanted to i say you have to but could you absolutely but if you don't have a pension and your social security is only making up about 50 percent of what you need to spend you might need to be a little more conservative because you don't need the big volatility should you need to task your assets with a lot of income so that's why mm-hmm. kind of a conversation point to start and then you got to build it from there you got to see hey what stress test it see what my income need is and also knowing your risk score. That's a key because most of the times you go through some kind of cookie cutter type of a, uh, a questionnaire and it comes back and says, okay, you're considered a conservative investor, you're a moderate or you're an aggressive investor. You know, We have a process that's based on behavioral analytics that assigns you a score from one to 99. So if you're a 45, let's say, and your portfolio is a 75, it's easy to tell, hey, those don't match, right? Mm-hmm. Because your definition of moderate is way different than Wall Street's definition of moderate. So you want to have this risk score to know what your portfolio score is and what your tolerance is and make sure those are close. Now, if you're going through this customized plan, a lot of times people will bring up the conversation of family longevity or health history and how that may or may not factor in. I know a lot of times advisors will say, well, we're going to plan for you to live to 100, even if your family health history says, you know, 78 or whatever, right? Right. And our softwares do that, too. And I think, you know, the software that we have, actually, that's one of their... um, uh, requirements um, from due diligence is, is, hey, make sure it works to 100. Mm-hmm. Right? We'll just show it out to 100, right? Okay, right they yeah. may not work to 100 because you might have a red line that appears before then. 
But when I show people that and say, hey, this solves all the way to 100, like, well, I'm not going to live that long. And so we can always look back and say, okay, well, how much money would you have, let's say, at age, you know, 90 or 85? You know, according to Social Security, the average life expectancy for male is 85 and female is 90. But in my classes, I ask people, does anyone have a relative, you know, or even distant relative that's at age 100? And around 50% of the time, someone puts up their hand that they have that have a relative that's 100 years old. So you may not think that, but advances in medical technology, um, you know, the fact that we're, you know, learning more about nutrition and those types of things, some people will live longer. So you just want to make sure if it works to 100, that's great. Let's say it gets close and maybe you're out of money at 95. That's still pretty darn close. You also have to know that your spending is going to change in retirement. It's going to be a lot the first few years. We call it the go-go years. Then there's going to be some slow-go years, and there's going to be some no-go years. You know, you're not going to be doing a whole heck of a lot, so you won't be spending as much. So you have to take that kind of in consideration. So you need to look at the numbers with a little bit of, you know, tweakiness to it, and that's why your plan needs to be updated and looked at at least once a year to make sure you're on track and see how your spending is versus your returns, those types of things. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it's not a set it and forget it kind of thing. So, you know, it needs to kind of live and breathe just like you're going to because things are going to change. I mean, look how your life's changed over the last 30 years. Think about, you know, the fact that it'll change just as much in 30 years in retirement as well. So I think we can squeeze one more in. It's changed in just six months. It changes in just six months, exactly. (laughs) I think we can squeeze one more quick one in before we take a break. All Um, right. And that's whether or not you're going to leave a legacy. That's another component of the customized plan. Some of the questions that we ask, we ask people, you know, of the four things you can do with your money, what are two of the biggest concerns? And usually it's, you know, maximize the returns, generate income, pass on to legacy. And most of the time they're they're picking one of those two, uh, usually legacy and maximize income for me. Most people have said, hey, I've, I've educated my kids. I've given them a, you know, great leg up. If they get something at the end, that's fine. But in the back, you, you kind of know they kind of want to leave something, but you don't want to not live your life just to make sure you have a legacy to leave on. And you want to make sure that you're leaving them assets that are most tax efficient as well. So it's just having a conversation about that. Hey, was this important to you? Could maybe you give some money now if you have excess money and let them enjoy it now while you can see them enjoy it. You know, I have clients that are doing that right now. So it's all just plan for it. You can plan for anything. And so if you want to plan to leave a lot to your kids or grandkids, you want to leave them a set amount or you want to leave them, you know, create an estate for them, things like that. Very simple to do. Just have a conversation about your plan. That's one of the things we cover in our retirement readiness review when you come in to meet with us. So we cover your income plan, your risk tolerance, your taxes, Social Security, but also you know what happens at the end. And so whether you have leftover money or not and who it goes to and what, if that's important to you, all those things we have a conversation about. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 
W-H-O. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.